Hey, what's up, just, folks? Just wanted to record this quick podcast, and uh, this is maybe more for men than it is for women, but the reality of it is, is that as a man, if you don't have your money right, don't try to step to a woman at all. Take it from me from personal experience of doing shit the hard way, the wrong way, thinking that somehow I could have conversations with her and we could create something together, even though I don't have really what I really want to be able to take care of her financially. It's never worked. Don't waste your time. Get your money right. Get your house in order to the point where you can make decisions and choices from an empowering context and not from this scarcity. She's the only one. And I got to just put my whole life into her. Believe me. It won't work. Don't try it. I've done everything I can to justify how it could work. And I knew all of this stuff about why it doesn't work. And I, delude from a delusional perspective, came at it again and said, well, I can make it work this time. And it blew up in my face again. So don't waste your time. Get your shit together. Get your finances in order. Get your financial statement in order. Uh, Get the car that you want. Get the house that you want. Have enough of your life working to the point where the women that come into your life, you can choose powerfully who you want to spend time with. And personally, I highly recommend you get a a prenup if you get married. And that goes for the ladies, too. Don't just give it up to anybody. You know what I'm saying? Find a dude that's actually got something going on in his life that's balanced, that has enough of his shit in order. And you got your shit in order where you bring in something to the table besides just coochie. Because typically, on a very primal level, and this is not a politically correct conversation, and a lot of people wouldn't like it, but the reality of it is most women are not going to be invested or, excuse me, be interested in investing in a man, especially after they've been around the block a few times with a guy that has potential to make money but doesn't have it yet. They might give you a small window of opportunity to, to make the money. It might be six months, you know, you could be working a job, but it ain't a job where you could really take care of a family. But if she senses that you're going to be successful, she may give you six months. She might give you three. She might give you fucking three weeks or two days. She ain't going to tell you, though. You know what I'm saying? So the game is the game. You know, women want money. And men want a woman that's going to be his lady and his whore at the same time. And be able to wear both of those hats, so to speak, where she's a lady. As the one comedian said, with whole like qualities. But that comes at a price. It's all commerce. It doesn't mean it has to be purely transactional. You know, there, there can be love and affinity in the midst of that interaction with that woman. And for the ladies with that man. And at the same time, it still boils down to at the end of the day, who's paying the bills and are the bills being paid? And do you have enough wherewithal to where if shit hits the fan that I could count on you as the man in my life to not nut up and to not to avoid just nutting up and being some little bitch and running into the hills, leaving me here with your dumbass children that you ain't here to help me with no more. I mean, it's that real. It ain't politically correct. It ain't a warm and fuzzy conversation. And at the same time, that's the reality of it.
Most men in the Western world are damaged. Most women in the Western world are damaged. If you have something about yourself that is of value, keep working on that, keep cultivating it and protect it because all of the work that you did to amass success in your life as a man or as a woman, as a woman to prepare yourself by, you know, knowing how to cook, knowing how to clean, knowing how to uh, take care of, uh, uh, of your of children, knowing how to be there for the man, knowing how to please your man. That's hugely important. Men ain't that fucking difficult or that simple. If you give good head, if you give, if you're a freak in the bedroom, but you still his lady when you out and about, that dude will go to the end of the earth for you. He will damn, he'd probably straight up kill for you if it came to it. But when you holding out on the coochie and when you being all holier than thou or you're frigid or some shit like that, it's like, I understand trauma happens. That's not to diminish that at all. You have a lot of women that have been molested, have been abused. You have a lot of men that have actually, as I found out, as, as I've learned more about this whole sex and intimacy conversation that have been abused as well. So you got trauma on both sides. Deal with those trauma wounds. Heal that shit. Because if you don't, you end up carrying it into your relationship killing off any and all possibilities with this person that could actually be the most amazing human being you could spend the rest of your life with. Whether you, and that's if you're monogamous, if you're polygynous, you know, or whatever you, same sex couple, whatever, whatever you're into, you can create magic in heaven on earth, but you got to deal with your shit. And if you haven't dealt with it and you carry that into a relationship, if you got two children from a previous dude, and the children are fucked up because the father don't want nothing to do with the children anymore because he's pissed at you. And nine times out of 10, the children are going to be caught in the crosshairs. Or if the woman is using the children as leverage through the courts to fuck over the father because she hates him because he ain't made the money that she thought he was going to make or he's too wussy or effeminate and he ain't the man that she thought he was, then a lot of times, the, the, again, the children get caught in the crosshairs. And it's sad. That shit hurts, man. When you invest time and energy in somebody and then it just fucking blows up in your face. I had the universe giving me signs all the time with this woman. The songs that I was hearing. It was like the universe saying, no, this is her, Dean. And I know when I get a message from the universe. I know when I get it. Most of us know when we get a message from something greater than ourselves that we need to do some things differently or revisit this scenario that we're involved in with a new set of eyes, so to speak. Because we've been looking at it through rose-colored glasses and we about to get our fucking shit turned upside down on us because we ain't been dealing in reality. And there's a lot of women out here that are looking for a good dude. And you got a lot of men that are looking for a good woman. But the reality of it is, is that almost every single one of us, to one degree or another, has some level of emotional scarring or some type of trauma that we haven't dealt with. And I don't, I don't even like to use that word trauma because it's, it's used so much nowadays. But there's a lot of truth to it. 
You got women that have been molested when they were young. And, and again, like I'm saying, even boys that have been molested. And whatever that shit might be, you know, being abused or, or brutalized by, you know, you got dudes beating up on women because they don't know how to deal with women and, and, and the ways that women can be. And women are dark. Women can be just women are evil, truthfully. But they also have the ability to be our complement, our help meet the wind beneath our wings. You know, women don't miss anything. They hear everything we say. They're the subconscious mind. So if anything, they can actually be the clearing for us to be the most powerful man that we could ever be in life. But a lot of that still boils down to us dealing with our own emotional shit. You know, and dealing with whatever those wounds are and as opposed to looking at things from this delusional perspective. I have been delusional. I was talking to this woman and thinking that I could create partnership with her and possibility and we could possibly even go into business together. And I don't think she was really thinking about any of that shit. Truthfully, because she's a divorced woman, she probably just wanted to get laid. And actually, so did I. But I know that's very short lived because if you've listened to any of my prior podcasts, you've heard me talk about Caritza. But Caritza is only only really possible still as a man if you have your financial household in order, because without that, most women ain't trying to hear nothing you got to say. Like I heard this one dude say on, on the bus one time back in Atlanta, we was making a comparison between women in New York versus women in Atlanta. He said in New York, everybody's on the same level. Everybody rides the train. Most people there don't have cars. Hell, it's illegal to own guns in New York. He didn't say that, but the point is, everybody's on the same level. So it's easier for a woman to justify getting with you if you ride the train. Especially if you got a job. It's like, oh, okay, that's enough. We, we can make it happen. And as the brother went on to say, he said in New York, they'll work with you and build with you. And a lot of times, as this other dude that was a vendor that I met, at this event in Atlanta was saying they'll be they're They're more loyal there, too, in New York. But here in Atlanta, to use that example, he's like, there's no loyalty because the, the perception, the program is that. If you ride Marta in, in Atlanta or most transit systems throughout the country, most women are like. That's beneath me. You're beneath me if you're riding the train or the bus, even if you got a house or 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 a home or or a good job. Why don't you get a car? You know what he said was. The women in Atlanta come from the mindset of call me when you get it, but don't call me until then. And because everybody is plateaued, so to speak, and on the same level in New York, or at least at that time, it was like, yo, we can still, we can still do business. We can still hook up. We, you can be my, you can be my boyfriend and we can build some stuff. You got a job, don't you? Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. Let's work. But in most other cities throughout the United States where you have to have a car to get around, that in and of itself is enough to take you out of the conversation for a relationship because women look at status symbols. And if your status symbol is some beat up ass fucking Toyota, they're not trying to give you no pussy or be seen out in public with you.
So again, you know, like I said, I share the things on this podcast not because I know everything, far from it. I'm just wanting to have the discussion. And if you hear the little popping noise, that's because the rain's hitting down on my roof in my car. You know, I don't always feel like super comfortable to share some of the things that I share, but I'm going off of life experience. I'm going off of the experiences of people that I've been around, dudes and women. I've seen it everywhere. And if you live long enough, you know what I'm talking about. If you're not in just straight up denial, you've experienced and seen what I'm talking about, uh, seeing what I'm talking about. If you got a young daughter, train your daughter on what to look for in a man. Because most of these dudes just want to get their rocks off. They're not trying to build with her. They don't have no goals. They have no ambition. It came from broken homes. They got trauma that ain't been dealt with. They got issues with their biological father a lot of times or their mom. And then you're going to let this dude come in and date your daughter and potentially impregnate her. And now you got a son with this degenerate ass nigga. And I don't even like to use that term, but that's just how it occurs sometimes. That's how it comes out. And now you got to deal with his shit because he ain't the man that's really suitable for your daughter. But because you weren't there to check his ass and make sure he meets your criteria then you let him in and he got all the way in. And now you got to deal with this fool for the rest of your life. And sometimes dudes measure up. Sometimes people change. They grow. They get beyond their immaturity. Men and women. Sometimes that actually happens. And they step up their game and they become powerful, real, mature adults who can be great parents and who can be great providers. Unfortunately, though, most of the time that doesn't happen. When the course and the table has been set that this child is a fuck up, usually they end up being a fuck up their entire life. So if you got a, a beautiful young daughter, watch who she's spending time with. Meet the dudes that want to take her out on a date. Go meet the parents. You know, like the movie or whatever. I mean, that's the, that was a movie, but my point is meet his parents. See, listen to him. Look him in the eye. See what they're about. Look him in the eye and see what he's about. And the same thing with you parents who have a son that's got good a good head on his shoulders and is going somewhere in life. And that's partially the only reason I share some of the raw, unfiltered shit that I share on this channel about a multitude of things. But in particular, when it comes to intimacy and sex, which can be the most powerful thing on earth. It can build or it can destroy. And that's the only reason I share. That's the only reason I put myself out here. That's the only reason I put myself at issue sharing the things that I share on this fucking channel and, and saying and saying some of the things that I say is because I've been on the bottom. I know what it's like to hit rock fucking bottom. I know what it's like to be shitted on. I know what it's like to have my heart broken. And most of us, if you've lived long enough, you've experienced that. So you know what I'm talking about. And I'm not trying to say shit to intentionally trigger people. I'm saying from my experience, these are the things that I've observed. If you want to talk to me about it, give me a call. Have me on your podcast. Have me on your talk show. Let's have a conversation around it. A raw, no holds barred conversation.
Because you got people's lives at stake, man. You got people that are fucked up for life after they had one person treat them like shit and they never recover from it. Male or female. And as I am often, often have the thought in my mind is to say, yo, don't just give it up to anybody. And I'm saying as a man or as a woman. And then you could probably even say even more so as a woman, because women are receivers. You receive his energy into your yoni. And if his energy is filled with hate and self-loathing and resentment and he's mad at the world on some level, that energy is in you. And God forbid he just impregnated you and you about to have his child. Energy is powerful. Energy is precious, especially when we're talking about sexual energy. That's creative energy. You can fucking move mountains with that energy. You can build magnificent structures with that energy or you can tear them down at the same time. Or you can tear down another human with that energy at the same time. I was working with this young lady, this woman that I work for, and she has a beautiful young daughter. And her daughter was about to walk out the house. And I'm thinking to myself, you going to let her wear that outside? Young boys only thinking about one thing. We, we hit puberty before women do. What they say, a man's sexual peak is between 18 and 21 or some shit. Women don't reach their sexual peak until they're like 40, 44, somewhere in their early 40s to mid 40s or something like that. We're about as opposite as they come and opposites attract. Opposites can do great things together and can create magic together. But it's about understanding who you are. Understanding what works and what doesn't in the confines of an intimate sexual relationship, being mature, fulfilling your role. And, and one of the things I got to admit is, and I've seen women do this as well, but it's, it's almost disturbing to me how soft we as men can get when a woman gives us some, some attention. And when it's a woman that's we, that we really like, if we get some, what's that song? Juicy got him crazy from, what was that? Three, six mafia or something like that back in the day or whatever. If you get a hold to some good Yoni as a man, if you don't have, if you're not grounded in reality, you're going to end up being a supplicating wuss, a simp that she doesn't respect. And now she's fucking somebody else, possibly your best friend behind your back. Because she respects him more than she, than she respects you. Yeah, the Yoni might be good, but breathe, man. Have some discipline. Find some other outlet for your energy as opposed to chasing that woman all the time and being up under her. You know, I got present to how I love bomb women, like the one holistic psychologist talks about. It's inauthentic. And a lot of times as she went on to say in that particular post on Instagram, when somebody in a relationship love bombs the other person, it's just a it's a tactic to compensate for some insecurity that they have. And then they end up using that later on to manipulate the other person. So, like I said, folks, I don't I'm far from having all the answers. And I know I say some some colorful shit sometimes in these podcasts. But if you live long enough, if you've been through enough shit, you know what I'm talking about. And all I'm really having these conversations for is to say, hey, 
I see the breakdown. I see the dysfunction. I believe that many of us do. Can we do something to make things better? Can we do something to take actions that are going to shape us and have us in more alignment with one another to where we can have love and affinity in our intimate sexual relationships for the long term? If that's what we want, I want the long term. And maybe I don't. Maybe I'm lying to myself. Maybe I just want to have a bunch of different women that I sleep with at different times and I can just get laid whenever I want because I got my house in order mentally, spiritually, physically and emotionally, spiritually, whatever. And, I, you know, like I got the house that I want. I got the car that I want. I got the setup that I want to where maybe that's all I want. I just want women that I can just get with them from time to time. And then, you know, hey, have a nice night. But you're not staying tonight. Maybe I'm that type of dude. I haven't been with that many women. So in a way, I don't I want to say that I want a long term relationship. I want to say I want to get married in the traditional sense, because I think there's a lot of value in the traditional model of a man and a woman in a long term committed relationship. Because when I look at traditional societies and cultures, one of the things that I observe, even though they get on each other's nerves from time to time, and I've been coaching two married couples in this program that I was in this past weekend. And one of the couples was on the verge of divorce. The other couple, they've been together for 56 years. And as she said, jokingly, we still we we can still talk to each other. But that's the beauty of a long term intimate relationship. You're jaded. You're kind of twisted because you've been through so much shit together. But you're like, that's my ride or die over there. And you ain't about to walk on them. You're like, fuck it. We in this shit for the long haul. We in this till death do us part for real, for real. And that's what I respect. So however you choose to do it, whether it's monogamy, polyandry, polygamy, or should I say polygyny, a man with several wives, if it's a same sex marriage, whatever you, however you get down. Be true to what your role is in that structure. Be true to your highest and best good and the best version of yourself that you can bring ongoingly to this person in your life. Because the problem is, as I see it from a lot of the work that I've done in personal growth and development programs. And from reading and studying is one very simple thing. People are jumping from one person to another and they never got to know the first person they jumped away from. And they jumped to the next person just so they didn't have to deal with the heartache from the one that broke, broke, broke their heart. In the prior relationship. So just so that they can pop their collar and say, aha, I replaced you and she looks better or he looks better and he has more money than you. The fact of the matter is, most of the time, male or female, you haven't dealt with the pain from that person that fucked you over. And just so you could compete and say, I, I rebounded faster than you do, you did, and I found somebody faster. And I replaced you faster than you could replace somebody on your side as far as me. As opposed to dealing with the hurt and the heartache, we want to compete and say, let me find somebody real quick so I can replace that person. And a lot of times all you end up doing is repeating the same pattern over and over and over again. And then you wonder why you can't have a healthy relationship. Now, that's not to say that's a guarantee because some people go that route and they still somehow manage to make it work eventually. 
where they do find somebody they want to spend the rest of their life with. But a lot of times all you're doing, it's like it's like if you go get an oil change as opposed to draining the old oil that's dirty and clouded. You just put the new in new oil in right on top of the old oil and somehow thinking that it's all better now. No, you got to purge and cleanse that hurt that fucked you up before before you go putting in the new solution. Too many times people ain't doing that. Now that's my challenge right now. My fucking heart hurts, man. I dig this woman. I wanted to fucking marry her. But the reality of it is I wasn't in reality. And now all I have left is to continue to dig in and work on me. For my life, for my sanity. To finish my book, to get in the best health of my life, to stop staying up so late, to stop eating all these damn carbohydrates and, and sweets, which is really a replacement for the lack of sweetness in my life in the way of a companion. So if I don't have a woman in my life, I got to find other women to go be around. So I'm not in this scarcity mentality and putting one woman on a pedestal who I barely even fucking know because it's been so long without, since I've been with a woman. And that's male or female. One of the best things any of us can do, male or female, is if we want to create possibilities for ourselves when it comes to finding somebody that we really want to spend time with and be in a relationship with, we got to go be out amongst people. That's what I told myself today. I could have stayed at home, been in the house with the rain and the cloudy, overcast weather and cold and I knew there were some things I could have gotten done at, at home. And I was like, no, Dean, you need to go be around people. Go talk to people. Go look people in the eye. Go be with their communication. Go listen and listen to what they're really saying. Take the training that you got from this past weekend in the communications course with Landmark, access to power and being one of the coaches. Take all of the breakthroughs that you got from communication and listening this weekend and go apply it in your life actively. Get out of this scarcity mentality and go be in abundance because there's beautiful women everywhere. Le and ladies, there's beautiful men everywhere. It has to start with you, though. It has to start with me. The beauty has to come from within me. The love has to start and come from within me without any attachment I met two women today that could potentially be somebody I could spend time with and and maybe a relationship. I'm not I, I looked at that as a potential, not like it's going to happen. But if nothing else, I developed a good rapport with two really nice ladies today that was pretty cool. And at the same time, I'm not attached. I refuse to be attached to the outcome. I just want to get to know them. And spend some time around women that are feminine. I love the energy of divine feminine energy. It is nourishing. It's good for my health. Just like a man that's masculine is good for a woman's health. That's feminine. It's a beautiful dance when we learn to be with it. And just flow with it. And stop being so fucking significant about everything. Love your life. You know, that's about the only thing I could really say is 
Love yourself. Love your life. Don't sell your refuse to sell yourself short. And if something don't feel right, trust it. And nine times out of 10 is probably correct. And I get the impression this woman checked out on me a while ago and I kept trying to justify it like somehow it's going to work out. No, it's not, Dean. Except the fact that it just didn't and it blew up in your face and what you thought you were going to create was not effective. Learn the lesson and move on. The key is to learn the lesson. I end up eating eating stuff these days that I have no interest in eating. Largely because at times my heart has just been empty and hurt and I'm fucking. I feel nothing sometimes. And I miss companionship. I miss having a woman in my life. I've never really had one consistently in my life. Anyway, I'll be 55 this year. And it's largely been because of my own internal conversation about myself and not feeling worthy. And so that's stuff for me to continue to work on and continue to heal. But above all else, man, fight for what you want. Fight for what you love. Fight for the life that you want, that you know you deserve, male or female. Because... As the saying goes, as I heard this woman say when we were coming back from this one conference down in Orlando, Florida some years ago, and it was all about training you how to go on stage and present your product or service, you know, and be, you know, essentially an effective promoter of what you do. You know, and I, I it just landed with me and I've never forgotten. I've heard it before, but it was something about when she said it at the and the state that I was in at the time. And how it just impacted me. And, and what she said was, God bless the child that's got his own. Is that real? Man, woman, God bless the child that's got his own. Know your role. Look at traditional models that work when it comes to healthy, intimate sexual relationships. And lasting love and affinity. Look at what works. I attribute what I know is going to be a large part of my success to landmark education excuse me and in particular the communications courses at landmark the uh access to power course and power to create and to an even further and greater degree the uh, team management and leadership program i give credit where credit is due you know a couple good friends of mine that have been like older brothers and mentors to me chris and ed you know i give credit where credit is due the book Cupid's Poison Arrow. I mean, you name it. The women that I've talked to that have just been genuine about their experience of life. You know, people I've talked to that have been happily married. People that I've talked to that have gone through bitter divorces. All of that's a part of what allows me to share about this in a way that I do because this is a part of my, really what amounts to my biggest commitment is that men and women find love with each other again. And have authentic, straight conversations with each other about anything. You 
If you got to walk on eggshells with the person in your life that you say is the person you love and you want to spend the rest of your life with, that's a fucking shitty way to go through life. And don't ever, don't ever, and I speak from experience, don't ever let anybody manipulate you subconsciously, passively, aggressively or whatever, passively, aggressively or whatever, to where you go from being somebody that's fully self-expressed to being mousy and afraid to speak up and, and say what's really there for you. Fuck that. Speak your truth. And if they can handle it, then great. Then you got somebody that you have the potential of having a healthy long-term relationship with because you can have great times together and you can have difficult conversations with each other as well. And you can get to the other side of that shit and get back to the love that you have for each other and that appreciation that you have for each other. But if you're in a relationship where you got to fucking walk on eggshells, you're not in a relationship. That's bullshit. And you're doing yourself a disservice. And really, to a degree, you're doing the other person a disservice. Speak your truth. Be powerful. Be unapologetically you. Whoever you be. Because suffering is truly optional. Even though at times it's almost felt like a way of life for me. One of the biggest revelations I've gotten recently is that, yes, suffering is, 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 is truly optional. So you can take that shit on and hold it close to you like the character Linus and the Peanuts, Charlie Brown character and, and, and fucking live with that shit for your life. Or you can let that shit go and just be your most powerful self and let go of that victimhood. And let go of that self-loathing behavior and acknowledge that you're worthy of the best that life has to offer. Create it, manifest it and just continue to work at it to where it's just a part of life for you and you're a model for what a healthy relationship looks like so i'm gonna shut up talking but i thank you folks if you made it this long with me on this podcast for listening to what i had to share god bless you i wish you all the best of love health happiness and financial abundance and a, and a great relationship with god the creator of all things to help sustain you through life in the matrix. You know, as Christ said, be in the world, not of the world. Because this world is full of some evil, demonic ass shit. And to have any chance of having a healthy, long-term relationship, it takes something. And for those of you out there who have that, you are my inspiration. And thank you for showing and giving me and other people an example that relationships can and actually do work. Thank you.